Welcome back to another episode of Women's Retirement Radio. I'm your host, Russ Thornton. And today I wanted to talk about the tricky transition into retirement. Many folks uh, approach me or are introduced to me and they have questions about their investments, their spending, their retirement accounts, how to make smart decisions around Social Security, how does Medicare factor in, if they have a pension, should they take a lump sum or should they take monthly payments? And while all of these are important topics that deserve attention and need to be made in the smartest manner possible, I think there are a lot of other moving parts when it comes to retirement and a lot of other things that deserve your attention and your consideration to make the best possible transition from full-time work into retirement. And to be clear, retirement does not mean sitting down and doing nothing and just basically watching the clock tick. Um, a lot of clients that I talk to and work with are interested in continuing to do some sort of work in retirement, whether that's volunteering or part-time or consulting or starting their own business or some combination of the above. So I don't want to imply that there is any kind of preconceived notion of what retirement is or what it means to you. These are just going to be kind of my reflections based on my experience dealing with dozens and dozens of clients that have prepared for, transitioned into, and are now living and in many cases thriving in retirement. So a couple of things that come to mind, let's start with the transition from savings to spending. A lot of clients that I work with, especially women clients, whether they're on their own or are happily married, they often bring a different perspective on money to the table than their spouses or their male counterparts. And I'm not saying it's better or worse than how maybe a typical guy might look at money, but it's different. Um, and in my experience and based on feedback that I have received and other research I've done, uh, a lot of women have at least a glimmer or a sliver of thought about um, or, or fear about winding up broke and alone. And so um, a lot of their views around money are tied to security and safety. Um, there's often, not always, a bit of a scarcity mindset associated with their financial resources. And so to go from a career uh, or a series of careers that might have lasted for 25, 30, 35 or more years when you've been working hard, providing for yourself and your family, uh, raising a family in many cases, and saving often diligently over your entire career, to transition from that situation where you have a regular paycheck coming in, you have saving systems set up, transitioning from that to, okay, now you have to basically flip a switch and start spending and living on your accumulated savings. And, and clearly, they, they're is likely to be social security or other forms of income involved here, but it's still a, it's still a big mental hurdle for a lot of people, men and women to make that transition from spending. Uh, I'm sorry, from savings to spending. And uh, if you've been saving 
and you've been doing it consistently and diligently for decades in most cases to be expected by yourself or by your spouse or by your financial advisor to automatically just jump into spending mode is quite a stretch for a lot of folks. And so I find that there are some ways to deal with this where we can make it a little bit less intimidating, make it a little bit more automated for many of my clients transitioning into retirement. Uh, we'll basically work to set up what amounts to uh, essentially a synthetic paycheck. So whether it's a collection of savings, investments, retirement accounts, 401ks, we can set it up where once a month or twice a month, they can have a check deposited into their checking account at their bank, just like their paycheck might've been for, you know, the past several years. And we can just have that show up on an automated basis in their checking account once a month, every two weeks, once a quarter, however they prefer it. And I've found that this uh, makes the transition a little bit easier because A, it automates it. Uh, it, it takes a little bit less of the decision-making burden off of you. Um, it makes it easier to anticipate and plan for any associated taxes when we're creating those, uh, those synthetic paychecks, as I like to call them. And it's easy to adjust. So if you're receiving pension income or Social Security or you're working part-time and you need to adjust your, uh, your regular deposit into your checking account at the bank uh, up or down, um, that's easy to do. But it, it takes a lot of the burden off of you. And I've found that anytime you can automate things, make them a little bit more regular, consistent, and something you can anticipate and get used to, I've found that that helps make that transition work a little bit better. Let's talk about another transition that's involved in retirement. And this one, let's talk about your time. Uh, if you're going from, uh, whether you're self-employed or you worked in a company, large or small, you're in many cases going to be going from structured time to unstructured time, meaning you might have spent an average of eight or more hours a day, four, five, in some cases, six days a week, uh, working your rear end off, um, being committed to your career, being committed to making a contribution to your organization. And once you retire, even if you've got uh, a lot of hobbies and family connections and friends, uh, even if you plan to work part-time or volunteer, I found there's often a big gap from working full-time, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours a week to uh, retiring. And uh, again, even if you have a lot of commitments to fill your time, there can often be a lot of unstructured time. And while I think a lot of people look forward to and anticipate that in retirement, it can be a real challenge for for folks that have become used to kind of develop their, their own developed routine of getting up, getting dressed, going to the office, going out for lunch or taking lunch and spending eight hours a day around largely the same group of people doing a lot of the similar tasks. When they go into retirement, often people can feel a little bit directionless. Uh, they can just feel like they don't know how to spend their time uh, if they have free time. Now, let me be clear, I've got a lot of clients that are busier in retirement than they were 
when they were working full time. I've, I've got several clients that I joke with and they often comment that they're so busy now they don't know how they ever had time to go to work full time, which is kind of funny because they may be uh, involved with grandkids, with their church, with volunteer work, with travel, uh, with, you know, continuing to do some kind of work or a combination of all the above. So I'm not being prescriptive to all people that transition to retirement. This is just something to think about, especially if you've been really working hard and long hours. Once you retire, you look up, you've got a lot of free time on your hands and that can be unsettling for a lot of folks. So something to think about. Hand in hand with how you manage your time is uh, how you manage your relationships and how you transition from relationships when you're working full time to relationships when you're retired. Um, a lot of people, um, and I'm, I might include myself in this, a lot of people get a lot of their identity from their work uh, and they develop relationships around the workplace or uh, relationships uh, around their industry or with vendors and partners and people that they think of and, and consider friends. And when you're no longer work, working full time and no longer have those regular interactions and contacts with those relationships, how do you replace that? Well, a lot of us have family, friends, um, and we all look forward to spending more time with, um, with those people that maybe we don't spend as much time with now when we're working full time. But something to think about, because just like moving from structured to unstructured time, it's almost like moving from somewhat structured to less structured relationships. So something to think about there. Let's talk about the transition from income to assets. When you're working full time, again, whether for a large company or for yourself, you have some form of income coming in probably on a regular basis. So whether you get paid twice a, you know, twice a month, once a month, whether you get uh, a salary and bonus or salary and commissions or whether you're full commissions, uh, if you're in a sales job, you've become to rely on income, uh, a paycheck. And you're likely saving some of that paycheck. You're usually uh, using some of it to uh, support your lifestyle, pay down debt, make mortgage payments, et cetera, et cetera. Once you retire and that paycheck goes away, you have to transition to uh, living on your accumulated savings and investments. And as I mentioned earlier, when you transition from savings to spending, we can do a lot to basically recreate what amounts to essentially a paycheck. But now the paycheck's coming from your accumulated savings and investments as opposed to coming from a company that you're working for. So something to think about there, there are a lot of ways to create sustainable, reliable retirement income, um, but it's something to think about and it's a little bit different than just receiving a paycheck from a, an organization that you have been uh, support, supporting and working for uh, or working with for years if not decades. Let's talk about taxes. Uh, when you're working, uh, tax filing is largely an exercise in tax minimization. How do I do what I can to minimize my tax liability? Because uh, while we clearly want to stay within the legal boundaries of the IRS and tax law, we don't want to pay any gratuities. We don't want to tip the IRS, so to speak. We don't want to pay any more than we need to. Uh, I've yet to encounter anyone that wants to pay any more than, than they're absolutely required to uh, when it comes to the IRS. So when you're working, it's how do we minimize our taxes? How do we 
take full advantage of available deductions, tax credits, things like that. How do we plan around charitable giving or utilizing mortgage uh, interest deduction, things like that. If you're a W-2 employee, there's not a whole lot you can do these days. Uh, and when the standard deduction was, was increased pretty significantly uh, in 2018 with the tax, cup, uh, tax cuts and jobs act, um, more and more people are just utilizing the standard deduction. Um, if you own a business, uh, you have a little bit more flexibility about how you can strategically plan your taxes and minimize your taxes while working. But once you retire, um, I think it can call for a little bit more of a strategic approach to your taxes. Um, and you're not just looking at, all right, what did I earn or how much taxable income did I have in the last year and how do I minimize it? I think it is very beneficial to look forward and think about what are my taxes going to look like over the next one, two, three, five years? Am I going to be subject to things like required minimum distributions from my IRA? Um, if I'm going to be receiving a pension or social security, how will that be taxed? If I'm working part-time, um, how will that affect my tax picture? If I'm going to retire and maybe be in a relatively low income situation for a number of years uh, in a lower tax bracket, does it make sense to explore Roth conversions to pay taxes now, um, convert some of your retirement assets to Roth IRAs uh, in the hope that you will shield those dollars from future taxes. Uh, and, and that largely anticipates taxes will be higher in the future. But again, something to think about. So I think that as you transition into retirement, the tax planning and tax strategies you utilize might need to evolve or be considered in a different light. Some other things uh, I'll mention as you think about the transition to retirement, uh, a lot of the women uh, that I work with and their families um, are dealing with aging parents. Uh, as your parents might be in their 70s, uh, 80s, and, and older, uh, they may be dealing with health issues. Uh, they may be dealing with uh, physical health issues, cognitive uh, issues, um, and a lot of women that I work with, uh, either by choice or by default, uh, fall into the role of caregiver. And caregiver can be, uh, you know, physical care and attendance. It can be financial support, uh, or it can be all of that and more. Uh, and so, thinking about your your situation first is important and paramount, in my opinion but also considering the needs of others that are important to you. So that could be aging parents, that could be adult children, um, that could be other family, other friends. It depends on your situation and what's important to you. But as you think about your transition to re into retirement, I think it's crucially important for you to consider not only yourself, but others that are important to you um, and how their needs, um, how their situations might need to impact yours or your personal planning strategies. Ultimately, as you transition into retirement, it's really about balance. It's about striking a balance between being well-prepared for an uncertain future while still doing everything you can to live a great life today and each, each day along your life's journey. Uh, I like to think of retirement and financial planning as a regret minimization approach. We want to 
not live so much today uh, for today that we jeopardize our future, uh, but we don't want to live so much for the future that we're unintentionally sacrificing our lifestyle today. Uh, we, I believe we all get one, one shot at making the most of our, our lives, and so it's important to strike a balance. Um, I think that hand-in-hand hand with this idea of balance is the concept of more versus enough. Um, so many people I talk to are just focused on more, um, uh, more money, more savings, more investments, more income versus really taking a step back and thinking about what's enough. Um, how much do I need? Uh, how much do I want? What are my wishes? Uh, what is it going to take for me to support a life that I'll be happy with that can support you know, me and my family and the people that are important to me that might be able to support my aging parents or others. Uh, and so I think this idea of balance and, and this further concept of what's enough versus instead of just focusing on more is crucially important. And finally, let's, let's kind of maybe bring all this together with the idea of needs versus wants versus wishes. I, I believe it's super important to not just limit yourself to your basic needs, um, not just limit yourself to what you think you need to do or what you think that is socially acceptable. Um, again, we all get one shot at life. It's up to you to make the most of yours and it's up to you to use your financial resources to live your best life possible. Um, we want to do this thoughtfully and we want to be strategic about it. We don't want to be a, a spendthrift. Neither do we want to be afraid to spend money and enjoy our financial resources uh, that we might have accumulated over a lifetime of, of work and savings. So all that to say, there's a lot that goes into the sometimes tricky transition to retirement. Um, it's, it's clearly about a lot more than just money. It involves how you spend your time and who you spend your time with and your relationships. It, it involves sometimes a, a shift in thinking from uh, savings to spending and from a paycheck to creating income with your accumulated savings and investments. It might require a call for a different perspective when it comes to your tax planning uh, or your, your tax strategy. And uh, again, I might summarize it by just thinking in terms of balance. How do, you, how do you prepare yourself for a comfortable and a confident future while living a great life today, while doing things you enjoy, while taking care of yourself and your family, frankly, enjoying life uh, and, and minimizing the chances that you will regret not having done something down the road um, because that's what it's all about. So I wanted to share some thoughts on the sometimes tricky transition to retirement. I hope you found some of this helpful. Uh, again, my name is Russ Thornton. This is Women's Retirement Radio. And until next time, talk to you soon.